Clubhouse. Welcome. This is MLS Recap Week 7. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Hey, we're still here, guys. And this is Bobby. All right, guys, let's get started. Go ahead, Dave. All right, let's get into MLS Week 7. How, I don't even know how many games there were. There were a lot. It, seemed like, lot. it seemed like 12. It, it, it kicked off <laughs> uh, really exciting. Thank you, Lewis. It kicked off really exciting, and then there was like a lull in the middle, and then it got really exciting at the end again. Um, all right, let's get started uh, with the, the first game of the week, the Wednesday game, uh, NYCFC versus RSL. Uh, New York City never really looking uncomfortable in this match. Twelfth uh, minute to, to Jory Shotty receives the ball at the top of the area and places it into the top far corner. Uh, bad clearance and no pressure on the shot from RSL on that one. Uh, Matsalita banged one in off the post in what would have been a sure golazo had it gone in. Alas, it didn't. Uh, 28th minute, Morales gets kicked by Glad two or three times before he goes down. It's a penalty, and uh, Maxi uh, converts it to make it 2-0. Uh, 40th minute, RSL's defense in shambles as Matarita plays to it plays it to Medina. He flicks it on for Burgett, who coolly slides the ball into the bottom corner and makes it 3-0. To make matters worse for RSL, David Villa comes back. Uh, he makes his return in the 59th minute. And in the 70th minute, RSL's defense, again, being pulled apart by Matsudita and Morales, set up Ebenezer Ofari. Uh, guys, I know I say this every week, but this guy might be my favorite name in MLS. <laughs> um, he makes it, Ebenezer makes it 4-0. Uh, RSL has one cleared off the line in the last few minutes, but this this was utter domination by New York City midweek. And this with not a full squad. So, yeah, but I mean, against ourselves. Shows the, <laughs> I know, but this is MLS. Did Here's the weird thing about this. Did you know that this was NYC's first victory over RSL in their history? Does that sound that right? That was nuts when we when we figured that out <laughs> that was like incredible i couldn't believe it and like, i'm like what? yeah you know what those are the those fucking mls games that we got wrong last season in in, uh, in balls and beers but yep. I, I, that was a stat that i was unaware of but yeah nycfc gets their first ever franchise victory against rsl and they did it in spectacular fashion showing why they're one of the best teams in mls even if it is against rsl and using a B squad, it shows how deep the team. They is. needed a game like that. Actually, they needed a game where they were able to dominate and be able to play and mesh together, just to build that confidence up. You know, RSL. I'm sorry, man, but right now I feel like this season you're just a, you're pretty much a doormat for the majority of the teams right now, and that's your kind of that's your cause, man. That's your role. <laughs> yeah, that is their role this year in MLS. They will be the Galaxy of 2018. Uh, next up is Philadelphia versus Orlando. Uh, lots of Philly chances to start the, the game. They control the game for most of the opening 35 minutes. Uh, but it's Orlando who strike first against the run of play. Question pops one over to Dom Dwyer. He brings it down off his back, pops the ball past Andre Blake. And Dom Dwyer gives Orlando their first lead of 2018 in the 37th minute. Wow. Uh, Orlando will double their lead as Chris Mueller, the rookie, makes it 2-0. He makes a solo run, and it's like the parting of the Red Sea as Philadelphia's defense just lets the rookie run through it. Uh, he makes the Cristiano Ronaldo uh, celebration there. He does it wrong. 
Um, maybe calm down a little bit there, Chris Mueller. Uh, Philadelphia looking very much like Philadelphia. They simply don't have anyone that can take over the game. A calm and P Colt need support or higher support uh, than the caliber of Bedoya, Rosenberry, and Sapong if they want to get into the hunt this season. So here's the thing with Philadelphia. We talked about it. That was a weird yeah, ending. They're boring. It was, actually. I, I, I wasn't, <laughs> Sorry, wasn't my, sure if I was supposed to jump in. My, my <laughs> that was odd. I can promise you, if I wasn't here in the studio with David, I would have been like... We, there would have been crickets for a little while. Yeah, All of us would have been like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Philadelphia, we talked about how boring they are, and, and, and you, they, they drag other teams down to their level, and you know they're just not... They're not a good team. They just can't score. 22 shots taken. Not one was able to, 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 to land the back of the net. And there were some pretty good looks. And that has, among the other things, I think that this team is obviously has a lot of deficiencies. But they've taken 22 shots, 19 shots, 12 shots, 15 Damn. shots in their previous four games. And they just can't buy a win. That's a lot of shots taken. They're definitely trying. They're definitely shooting. They're creating... That finishing, man, it's uh, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. And, and you know what? I'm to give a little bit of a positive. I'm kind of glad that Orlando's doing a little bit of a turnaround right now, um, and they're 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 starting to to play well together, and they're they're getting some wins, um, and they're actually putting some goals behind the net. So it's nice. Go Lions. So yeah, uh, Orlando, three wins in a row. Mm-hmm. That's called mm-hmm. a winning streak. Yeah. So good on them. Finally. Got some momentum. They, uh, they, they, they're looking to continue it next week against San Jose. Orlando, we got your backs. Fuck San Jose. Fuck San Jose. <laughs> Check out Balls and Beers for our picks on that one. Uh, all right, next up, guys, is Vancouver versus <laughs> Vancouver versus LAFC. Uh, this game really broken. Uh, neither team really seemed to muster up any quality chances to start. Uh, I think Zimmerman had one off the post in the first half. Uh, Ureña again. I'm baffled by this dude. He he's so wily and he causes so many problems for people's for back lines. But mm-hmm. if you look at him, you'd think he's like the equipment guy. He doesn't look like a soccer player. Um, second half, LAFC starting to build a little bit more. Vela hits one of the far posts in the 59th minute for a goal. Looks like he's good for one of these every few games. Uh, 68th minute, Vela gets to the end line, sets up Rossi, whose shot is deflected, but straight up, uh, Watson gets uh, in the way of his own keeper, and the ball falls back to Rossi, who sends it through the keeper's legs for LAFC's second goal of the night. Uh, As the uh, TSN commentator said, LAFC's three points will go to the LA Galaxy as the Galaxy's, uh, as as it is the Galaxy's rights. Under the rule of Prima Nocta. <laughs> I, I had a, such a kick when I heard that. And I'm sure anyone who watched it, including the LAFC fans, they heard it. And they, I mean, come on. What are you going to say? You can't argue that. I didn't even hear anything, uh, uh, any sort of banter coming from LAFC. They know. They know there's only one. There might be two teams there, but there's only one team that actually matters. And you know what? Fuck it. Carson Galaxy. We're going we're gonna to rename Los Angeles Carson. Fuck it. It's going to happen. Uh, back to the game, though. Um, Vela scores another beauty. What am I going to say? 
the, the guy seems to be the real deal. Probably the first Mexican striker to come into MLS and actually do something. Perform. So, yeah, they're, they're actually performing. Um, granted that I felt that he was the most talented one and probably the one that was most likely to be able to pull this off. As of right now, the guy's showing um, his skill level and the guy is um, is uh, doing everything he can to make sure LAFC uh, starts their inaugural season on the right foot. So um, if it wasn't for the team he was playing for, let's be honest, it'd be pretty fun to be watching the goals that he's scoring week in, week out. Yeah. So, But he doesn't play for any other team, so fuck him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, next up is the New Yorker Bills, Red Bulls versus Montreal. A uh, relatively easy one for the Red Bulls. Fifth minute, Vala uh, intercepts a lazy ball, played across. He's got BWP on the run, plays in the perfect ball. Uh, you guys know what happens next. Uh, NYCF, uh, uh, sorry, and in New York, Red Bull. Oh, I know what happens next. Missed chance? Oh, 20 oh. shots off the uh, The New York Red Bulls go up 1-0. Uh, they nearly double their lead moments later. When a ball gets uh, played across the six, deflected to uh, to Royer on the run, uh, it's slightly behind him. He still manages to knock it toward goal, but it's cleared off the line. Uh, so six minutes in, and they nearly have two goals, but they can't make a goal in 121 minutes versus Chivas Guadalajara. Thanks a lot, Red Bulls. Uh, but granted, this is a regular season play uh, game, not a playoff game. So you know the the Metro curse, not there, not in effect in this one. Uh, Luis Robles makes a ridiculous one-handed palm save in the 28th minute. Uh, granted, the shot didn't have much on it, but it just stuck to his hand. He grabbed it out of the air. Um, looked like a basketball player gripping a ball. <laughs> Weird. Uh, 34th minute, Vargas gets one back from Montreal as his free kick bangs the inside of the post and in to make it 1-1. Uh, Royer bangs one off the post in the 38th minute. As uh, BWP sets up Royer across the six, uh, Kaku will make it two to one in the 57th minute. Um, BWP's shot is saved wide, and he recovers, lays it off to Kaku for the finish. 78th minute, Kamar Lawrence plays the ball across uh, the six to Murillo. Uh, he's at the back post, waiting, salivating. It's three to one, New York Red Bulls. So you say it's a relatively easy game okay fair enough it was relatively easy but again missed chances i know that they scored three i know that they won and they dominated but going into halftime it was 1-1 and that game should have been like 6-0 at halftime 18 shots that new york took only two less than uh than they did against uh chivas guadalajara 11 of them on, on target and man they just could not find the back of the net it took it it they worked for it. And again, I'm sure that the, the, the Chivas game was still replaying in their head. So I'm like, man, one of these goals has to drop or all of a sudden that confidence is just going to go down. Lucky for them, it did. Two of them dropped uh, midway uh, and a little late in the second half. But missed chances, guys. It didn't bite them this time, but it certainly bit them uh, the, the, the previous game. Um, probably something to watch for. A, a team that can create, but finishing not quite there. However, New York uh, still looking good, con- considering that uh, they're not playing the way Toronto was when they're when they're balancing that uh, CCL matches and the season MLS matches. So uh, New York can now focus, and 
I think they're going to be one heck of a team to uh, to go up against this season. It looks like I don't. I'm not sure if I had them in the playoffs. I think I had them out of the playoffs, and I might be uh, biting my tongue on that one. No, I agree with you, Lewis. They're getting they're getting a lot better each game um, through and through, and that they just need to get those those balls in the back of the net. Um, and once they start doing that, they'll 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 start they'll start playing very very well. Um, but yeah, and sorry, Montreal. And, and, you know, I'm sure most Galaxy fans know uh, after the game against Atlanta, you have to play New York. So two very tough mm-hmm. back-to-back games in the Galaxy. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Colorado versus Toronto. Uh, Lewis called this one in balls and beers, guys. Totally. Toronto have never won a game after a CCL match, and they did not break that streak here. Colorado strike within two minutes. Price hits a low shot into One the minute. bottom, into the bottom left corner. It was ninety second minute, ninety seconds in. That's the second minute. Uh, <laughs> One minute. Price hits a low shot into the bottom left corner. Uh, Rapids are up against the defending champs. Uh, TFC reserves controlled much of the game, but didn't create too many quality chances. In the 79th minute, Colorado earns a penalty. Gashi converts it to make it 2-0. This one was a rough one to watch. So a couple things I want to say. First off, in Toronto, I understand that Toronto is um, playing in a significantly better or more important tournament at the time. And their focus is on that. They could be the first MLS team to actually uh, win it in the current format. That There have been two other winners, including the Galaxy, by the way, in 2000. Um, but uh, should they win, they would be the first MLS team to uh, go to the Club World Cup. So they have bigger fish to fry than to worry about a Colorado side in April. That being said, they put in a B squad, and I think that helped propel Colorado to uh, to a win. Colorado, undefeated in four games. What the hell is going on? Is that right? I believe that's right. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm, I mean, I know David said this one was rough to watch, so I'm glad I didn't watch it at all. I just remember looking at the result and going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. They have two wins and two draws in their last four games. Uh, uh, they they dropped their uh, their first game. I think it was against New England, uh, if I recall correctly. But, yeah, they actually have not lost in wow. four games. And, uh, um, granted that they, they beat some soft teams, including a B-side in Toronto, which actually held more possession. But... Goals are what matter. They score two. Uh, Toronto scored none. That's their standings. And, uh, there it is. So um, don't worry about Toronto. As soon as they're done losing oh, the final, yeah, they'll yeah, come yeah. in and take it out on every other MLS team because <laughs> they're going to run rap. I don't think anybody is worried about them right now. They're good. Yeah. Well, you know, some MLS fans are worried about them in CCL. Um, next up is DC versus Columbus. Uh, first minute. This DC game. Hold on. Hold on. I need to fluff my pillow. <laughs> this DC game is looking promising as Segura makes it 1-0. That was about the most exciting thing to happen in this game. Uh, Ariola will see red in the 50th minute for a scissor challenge. Um, DC will play man down for the rest of the game. Steve Clark has himself a night as he come up, came up with some big saves to see, to keep Columbus off the board. DC hang in there for their first win of the season. No longer playing at the uh, you know somebody's backyard uh, soccer field. Uh, they're in a real stadium this this time. Hey, maybe that's why they pull off a victory. Although mm. maybe I mean they kind of got a little lucky. What's going on with Columbus? 
I, I don't understand. It, it looks like they reverted back to the Columbus that we probably expected because I don't think I have them in the playoffs. And they have lost their uh, this offense that was clicking the first three games. And all of a sudden, they've been shut out, I think, back-to-back games, if yeah. I recall correctly. Yes. And so kind of... Uh, and to, to lower-level teams compared yeah, I to mean, them. They're, they're, they should be handling team. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that these were games that we figured were going to be uh, not locks. I don't think we locked it, but shoo-ins. It would have been. It would have been one. <laughs> maybe maybe they're like Philadelphia and that they're playing down to their opponents. I don't know. But whatever no. it is, uh, no, they DC just... United. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go on, Bobby. No, no, no. Go. Uh, well, DC United finally get get uh, on the uh, in the winner's circle here. So uh, good for them. Um but, yeah, I- I'm actually really glad I didn't watch this game. That was definitely the garbage cup for me. Oh, so garbage. Columbus, like I said, you're good for – you're so good for a, a dull draw. And, I mean, if it wasn't for that mistake in the first minute, it, it exactly would have yeah. been that 0-0. Mm-hmm. Oh, when Columbus and Philly played. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Next up is New England versus Dallas. Another game that was just was not very good. Wow. Uh, lots of half chances of this week. We're not. That yeah, good. like all in the middle. We're too. in the back in the six middle. now, aren't we? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, lots of half chances uh, created, followed by awful finishing. Uh, Dallas finally breaks through in the 76th minute after a long cross gets to the far side. Lama sends it back into the into the box for Hayes. Uh, this is the only goal of the game, but that was not its only highlight, guys. There was a fan carrying a beer back to his seat in the front row, and uh, a ball came, came toward him in the air. The guy managed to head the ball back into the field <laughs> and keep every drop of beer in his cup. That's hilarious. I don't know your name, dude, but I want you on the podcast. you the real MVP. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sick. And I know that like MLS critics are like, this is the best thing to happen in the game, and that's why MLS sucks and all that other fun stuff. That would have been but funny in any league. That would have been dope in any league. I think, yeah, I, I think that. By the way, I didn't watch it that night. Did that make top plays Sports Center. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Nobody saw it. it. All right. Well, fuck you. That was it should have. That, that was if that's in any other sport, any other league, that's a top play. Oh, yeah, it has not been play. reflecting on how boring. It doesn't game. matter what game it is in or anything. <laughs> it's just that ah. situation is funny. All right, all right, go. All right, on. let's let's move on. Uh, San yeah, Jose versus Houston, as 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 Britt called it, the earthquake classico. Um, this game got a little bit chippy. Um, lots of late challenges and bodies crashing into each other. Uh, Erickson opens things up uh, from the top of the 18 with a low burner to make it 1-0 in the 25th minute. Uh, Start of the second half, backline gets a little complacent as the San Jose backline uh, tries to get a little too cute. Elise pounces and takes a shot, but it's deflected out to Martinez, who sends it into the em- uh, not sorry into the empty net for Houston. Uh, Houston go up two to one in the 63rd minute as Elise gets up the right side and sends a low hard cross enough for M- Manotas to get a boot onto it and uh, gets a go ahead goal. Houston really woke up after that uh, second goal. They started putting a lot of pressure on San Jose, searching for their third. Tarbell 
making some big stops to keep San Jose in the game. It paid off in the 85th minute. A deflected ball sees Hika shot into the go into the Dynamo net for the 2-2 game. Um, this one finishes in a draw, and the two teams go back and forth. So, I actually don't have too much to say about this game. I was actually pretty upset with the result, along with the other six games in the back six of this week <laughs> um although the, the one i was most upset about was actually the new england dallas game because i even called it on the pod that this seems like an mls game that dallas is going to get a result and i should have bet with that but uh as far as this one two teams that really i believe are underperforming i think houston right now is is really underperforming i have them in the playoffs i have san jose as a bubble team in the playoffs i think they're underperforming right now so i think it's kind of tough to watch Fuck San Jose. <laughs> yeah, fuck San Jose. That's all. All right, next up, next up, Portland versus Minnesota. Uh, Darwin Quintero makes the his loons debut uh, in the twentieth minute. Elvis Powell makes a darting run, drawing three defenders, shakes all three, and beats Lamson at the near post to give Portland the lead. Twenty third minute, Powell crosses it into the box. Valeri makes the near post run and touches it enough. To send the ball goal bound makes it 2-0 Portland. Uh, 24th minute, Minnesota gets a goal called back as video referee determines that Ibarra is offside. Uh, Blanco hits a screamer off the post in the 30th minute. Second half, uh, 65th minute, Quintero receives the ball, turns Chara, and fends off another defender as he finishes one to the far post to make it 2-1 in the 64th. Uh, 75th minute, uh, Portland on the break. Blanco serves it to Valeri on the far side. He heads it back to the top of the 18. Paredes' shot is deflected by Adi, and it's 3-1 to one Portland. Minnesota pulling back as Quintero tries to hit Don, uh, Donlati, but Portland defender gets a foot to it and pops it into his own net. It's 3-2. to two. The Loons continue to push, but we're unable to find the equalizer. Portland holds on for the win. Portland gets their first win of the season over Minnesota. And, and David, you called this the garbage cup. Bobby and I said, this, this be has the makings of an, an intriguing matchup because we don't know what we're going to see with these two teams. And in my surprises, well, turned out to be a pretty decent game. Quite entertaining. So, it was a quite entertaining yeah, game, especially if you're a person watching it not on either side of the team. I mean, yeah. it was it was pretty this team. This game had like, it just kept throwing shit at you. I mean, it's like this now, that now, this now. If if you were a neutral, I, you know what? If you were if you were Portland or Minnesota, it, it should have still been at least a, a an entertaining entertaining match. You should have been okay with it at the end. I wasn't okay with it at the end. That was another game. Oh, I, <laughs> I wanted this to end as a draw. I was like trying to get Minnesota to get there. Like, come on, get that third goal. <laughs> well, the game that did end in a draw, Sporting Kansas City versus Seattle. Uh, 33rd minute, Russell gets taken down in the box. Ilya will convert it for Kansas City to give them the lead. Just before the half, Ruin Will Bruin gets Seattle's first goal of the season in stoppage time. It's week eight. Seattle's <laughs> first goal of the season. Sorry, it's week seven. Um Stephen Fry doing good work to keep uh, Sporting Kansas City off the board here. Roldan will get uh, a goal in the 73rd minute to put Seattle up 2-1. to Sanzusi will rescue a point for Sporting Kansas City. Ball over the top. 
leads him into the area and sneaks uh, sneaks a shot into the near post to equalize Seattle, earn a point in Kansas City. So Seattle, as you said, scored their first goal of the season. I know it's week seven, but they only played three games. So it's a little misleading. Mm-hmm. But you still got shut out for three games. So, I mean, it's still saying a lot. He scored two in Kansas City. I know Kansas City's defense is a little shaky, but to come into that place and get a result, it's actually um, should be confidence building for Seattle. But what a fucking time to do it, man. <laughs> God damn. You know, fuck these last six games. Why are we still doing this? Kansas City, by the way, is still in the lead in the Western Conference. So um, good for them. But little, 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 little bit of balls of beers coming out there, a Lewis. Bit, a lot. Salty. My God. Uh, all right. Last game. Uh, this one should cheer you up a little bit here, Lewis. Uh, Atlanta versus NYCFC, a clash of the top two teams in the East. This one did not disappoint. Both teams poking, prodding. It's Atlanta that strikes first. Amirona and Martinez are on another level when they counter, guys. Um, Amirona's shot gets pushed wide by Sean Johnson. Garza's there to clean up the garbage to make it 1-0 for Atlanta in the 29th minute. David Villa enters the match in the 35th minute, I'm guessing for uh, tactical reasons. Uh, NYCFC earn a penalty in the 36th as Villa converts it to tie it all up. Nagby gets a goal called back as Martinez was offside when Nagby took the shot. He bumped into Sean Johnson, uh, which means that he made a play on the ball or interfered with the play. Um, still 1-1. Second half was a straight-up battle. Everyone, every single player making each other earn every single touch that was taken in the area. Uh, Atlanta goes up again in the 56th minute. Amidon to McCann. He heads it in to make it 2-1. NYC starts gaining momentum as they start attacking in more numbers. Atlanta debut Ezekiel Barco in an attempt to shift the momentum back. The crowd was even shouting for Barco to make the entrance. I heard it on the broadcast. We yeah. want Barco. We shocked. want Barco. I was shocked at how big the demand of him to come off field was. Yeah. But Ezekiel Barco is not Zlatan. He cannot make something happen for his team. Uh, it is uh, David Villa in the 73rd minute who draws all the attention uh, from the Atlanta defense. He lays it off for Alex Ring. He takes a setup touch and bangs a golazo off the underside of the bar to make it 2-2. Two to two. The two titans of MLS will settle for a draw. I have to go back to this, guys. Alex Ring, was it a golazo? Bobby, Lewis, go ahead. Lewis, I, I have no idea what goes on. I, 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 no, I got to see it again. I watched it, but I got to see it again. Damn it. I unfortunately could not watch you this. You didn't put the link, damn it. Game. You had to. That, that, yeah, I had to watch, but I was working, and it sucked. I thought it was going to be a 5 o'clock game, and it wasn't. And so I, I was unable to watch it. I didn't hold see on. highlights. Hold I on, saw the on. score. I was upset. It was the last game. I wanted to shoot myself and quit the podcast. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this, well, okay. I'll describe it to you, Lewis. Um, outside of the area, David Villa draws all the, event, all the attention to him. He lays it off. Alex Ring takes a touch. A laser beam, underside of the bar, in. Well, the way you describe it, uh, it sounds like a golazo. 
I gotta see it. I gotta I gotta get the ruling here, Bobby. Come on. I know. What do you got? I'm looking for the damn link. Where's the damn link? This stupid game. So while Bobby's looking for that, I do want to say this. It's unfortunate that the way the the structure of MLS is set up, where you have two conferences. And uh, only one team can come out of that conference and play in the MLS Cup because Atlanta and NYCFC certainly deserve to be two teams playing against each other in MLS Cup. So it's a golazo. <laughs> I just saw it. He was showing me the whole time. I was like, yeah, it's a golazo. I'm a sucker I for know, those. I was outside watching, I was watching you watch it right there. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's a golazo. It's a golazo. Um, so. It really is unfortunate because uh, along with Toronto, you got to figure that one of these three teams is going to win MLS Cup this this season. These are the three super teams. And it's unfortunate that only one of them will be playing the Cup. Two of them should at least be be in there. It's one of the downfalls. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Western, Western Eastern Conference um, uh, structure. So I, that's one of the Achilles heels there. That's the American uh, part of the sport that I, I kind of like uh, kind of disagree with. And in a perfect world, since we were talking about CCL earlier, uh, I know if you're an MLS fan, you can't wait for Atlanta to get into the CCL at some point, NYCFC as well. I mean, the perfect scenario is you have Toronto uh, winning the Canadian Cup in CCL, Atlanta winning Supporters Shield, they go into CCL, NYCFC wins the U.S. Open Cup, they're in CCL, and the Galaxy win MLS Cup, and they're in CCL. So here's hoping. <laughs> okay, well, you know, the golazo, it's a unanimous golazo for sure. It's a golazo! <laughs> All right, guys, well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house, MLS recap week seven. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Golazo. And this is Bobby. Later, guys. <laughs>